You are listening to the Concierge Minister Podcast, a place to grow, learn, and be inspired as you discover God's purpose for your life. Here's your host, the pastor you've always wanted without the church, Dr. Kumar Dixon. Well, hello and welcome to ConciergeMinister.com. I'm Kumar Dixit, your Concierge Minister, live in the flesh. I know you usually hear me by podcast, but now you get to see my beautiful face. And even more beautiful, Dr. Jen Yoon is here with me. I'm going to call this house call. What do you think? Like the segment. House call. Yeah, like the doctor comes and does a house call. I am in your house. Exactly. Okay, that fits. Do you like that? Gonna be a whole series. Yeah, I think so. I mean, doctors do you have lined up? I have, I have so many doctors that I've met. I haven't <laughs> I have, have, I don't have any lined up, but you have that little like black. Um, I can doctor. get one. I can get a stethoscope <laughs> for props. That would be awesome. <laughs> so I'm here with Dr. Jen Yoon, who is a board-certified psychiatrist and who is visiting from Texas. So welcome to Maryland. Thank you. Glad to have you here. Yes, happy to be in Maryland. Yes, and um, I need to apologize to our viewers and listeners. Um, my dog is right by our feet and he's been doing quite a bit of um, loud biting. Um, he's chewing a bone, so. And he's very, very cute. He is cute. So um, if you hear that, it's not us clipping our toenails or our fingernails, it's the dog making all that noise. So so let's jump in. I want to talk about um, seasonal mood disorder. Okay. Is it mood disorder or affect disorder? What is it? Mood and affect are synonyms, so I think yeah. both are fine. Okay. I mean, people know it by seasonal affective disorder or SAD, SAD, a very good acronym for it, yes. or the winter blues. Winter blues. Yeah, that's yeah. another one. So, you know, a lot of times people kind of feel different in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. They feel like, you know, um, the, the sun is going down. I hate driving in the dark, by the way. So like at 430, I'm done. I'm like, I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> you know, it's it's horrible. But yeah, I mean, it's you definitely feel a change and it's people start feeling different and they have this like affect disorder. Um, what does that look like for patients of, of yours? Like what are yeah. some of the symptoms that that you see? So I think the first thing to say, it's it's not a whole separate beast from what we think of as depression. Okay. Um, so actually our most recent um, diagnosing books and manuals, they put it under major depressive disorder now with the subtype seasonal pattern. Okay. Um, but, you know, that's sort of just um, syntax. So I, I think, you know, if you think about what depression can look like in people, Um, You're going to have the low mood pretty persistently. Um, Sleep is going to be affected. I think for sad, um, usually you're sleeping more and eating more, but certainly could go the other way. Some Mm -hmm. people lose appetite, can't sleep. Energy's low, just like things you describe. Energy's low. Um, You're not really out and about doing a lot of things and interested in doing them. So you may um, start isolating more. hobbies that usually bring you joy you're not doing your anhedonic is what we say um i think cognitively that's one thing people forget about so with depression you know you can really have decreased attention memory just trouble getting your work done mm-hmm. um and of course the one kind of biggie that we always think about and worry about is safety concerns so you know it can be anything from thoughts of gosh, I don't want to be alive right now. I don't want to wake up tomorrow. 
to all the way to on this side, you know, thoughts about what am I going to do to hurt myself? Here are the actions that I'm going to take to end my life. Mm -hmm. So all of that can fall under depression and seasonal affective disorder. As a part of that big umbrella, it can look like that. Um, the big um, piece that distinguishes it is the timeline and the pattern. So mm -hmm. you have to pretty consistently have um, that fall to winter time emergence of the symptoms. And then by spring and summertime, the symptoms should improve. And that pattern should be pretty um, established to say sad. Okay, so we, we talked about outward symptoms, you know, like eating and sleeping and mm not doing regular things that bring you enjoyment what's happening in the head like is there like bad yeah. thoughts that are happening are they just kind of like just you know low tone like you know like in their head or are they do, are they kind of realizing that like oh i don't really feel good or do, are they just unaware of that because they're so stunted yeah i mean that's a great question and that applies to so many things but I don't think I could really pigeonhole and say this is exactly what depression looks like in everybody mm -hmm. it's so different I mean I have people who come in and they don't feel sad they don't feel depressed but they have all these symptoms mm -hmm. or other people you know they're high functioning they can get the things done on the outside but inside internally they're having a lot of guilt or thoughts around um, you know not being good enough or not wanting to live so it can be, you know, you can have one or two of these things and not be diagnosed, but if you have a persistent pattern of a couple of these and you may notice it, and sometimes if you don't, the people around us notice it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely a shift in just you and life in itself, how much it affects day to day. So I'm married to two different people. I don't know if you know that. I know. I'm not polygamist, but... Um... <laughs> it's pretty close to that so okay yeah yeah so I, I'm married to what's her name is winter reg and then also summer reg there's <laughs> and summer reg is amazing mm. I think you've met her before she's like <laughs> hilarious she's fun she's dancing around the house she's me cracking jokes yeah. I mean just a lot of like excitement mm -hmm. and then come like mid-november doctor winter reg starts kind of showing up and i i, I kind of talk about like winter reg is more like a turtle like where the head just starts slowly <laughs> retracting into the shell <laughs> you know and you know winter reg comes home around five hmm. and by 502 she has her sweatpants on there's nothing wrong with that okay, okay but i understand yeah so you know there's definitely a very two different different people and i think a lot of people can relate to to that mm -hmm. like what do you say to people who are just kind of confused by the two sides that they have well i think number one is you you don't have to put so much gosh what's wrong with me and shame and guilt onto yourself mm -hmm. um i think it's normal for you to have sort of different versions of yourself depending on what the demands and tasks and how physically you feel. That's okay. Mm -hmm. um, I think you described Summer Reg as amazing. I think she's amazing in both ways. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with Winter Reg unless it's something that kind of crosses into the line of this is affecting my day to day. Mm -hmm. This is affecting my relationship to the point that I really do need to figure out if I need to seek active treatment. Um, but, you know, you're allowed to have a sluggish day. You're allowed to have eating too many holiday cookies. <laughs> um, so I want you to know, you know, that kind of threshold of what's normal 
kind of um, adjusting to winter and psychosocially what's going on. And mm-hmm. that can be a really stressful time of the year too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to leave yourself some leniency, but also look for, you know, what are the warning signs that I'm stepping over into something diagnosable that mm-hmm. I need to be uh, vigilant about. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a friend who is an acupuncturist and really holistic kind of Eastern mm-hmm. medicine, you know, and um, she's often reminding me that um, she's like, Kumar, this is just the natural rhythm of life. She's like, you know, like the sun goes down, the moon comes up. It's, you know, she's like mammals do that. Mammals, you know, hibernate, they yeah. slow down. They, they're not just running, you know, 100 miles an hour. 12 months a year mm-hmm. you know there's kind of a cycle where there's yeah. where's that and so she she's very much protective of the idea that it's okay to slow down during these winter months um do you agree with that or do you think that um you know people just need to take a double dose of citalopram and yeah, you know <laughs> please get do not without talking to your doctor <laughs> yes yes um well i mean i agree so as humans we have all these outside schedulers of our lives and how you know high functioning we need to be so i agree that biologically there's gonna be a different timeline Mm -hmm. um so the thoughts behind why seasonal affective disorder even happens you know the the days are shorter so we have less photo exposure Mm -hmm. um and you know the thoughts are around how does that affect the regulation of serotonin Um, is there an accumulation of melatonin um, does that affect our phase cycles of sleeping, our circadian rhythms? So I think there is a very biological component to it that we don't 100% understand. Mm-hmm. But in the end, you know, I'm guessing work hours or traffic and travel plans during the holidays, they don't care about your um, circadian rhythm mm-hmm. per right. se. Right. But I think it's important to remember it. And mm-hmm. maybe if what you take away from that is that, hey, you know, my physical body is adjusting to what's my days are looking like right now. You know, that may be a point to just show yourself some understanding. Yeah, that's good. So let's, let's talk about the most important part of why I brought you here today and that's drugs. Okay. So, um, yes. you know, let's, well, before we talk about drugs, let's talk about some natural remedies. How yes. about that? Let's is save it... drugs for last. Okay. So let's do that. So what are some <laughs> of the natural things that people can do to kind of get them through the winter blues? Yeah, so I think the first, you know, the first thing we think of and kind of the gold standard for seasonal affective disorder is the light box. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very similar to what it just sounds like. It's a box that you buy. It has to be certain um, lux of light that um, you're, so you're not only looking for it to hit your face, you want it to hit your retinas. It's not just your skin. Um, And what you want is at least 30 minutes pretty consistently as early as you can when you're getting ready. Um, That might be a good time. Um, So this is, I got to stop you for a minute because this is like the first time I've actually heard that it's supposed to hit your retinas because a lot of people like have it turned on while they're sleeping to kind of help awake awaken yeah so that is a separate thing um so the light box um you're awake and you know i love non-pharmacologic treatments because Mm -hmm. first of all for folks who are really hesitant about medications or they're really sensitive to side effects or whatnot you know these are good options to try and really give it a good shot these are going to be your active treatments you got to do it consistently like taking a pill every day Mm -hmm. um i think you know the the side effects of light boxes are very minimal unless Mm -hmm. you happen to be very sensitive to light for example or have retinal issues 
Um, but um, I think the the number one reason that people don't use it consistently is that they just can't find that 30 minutes an hour every morning, which mm. is understandable. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that you're talking about is a dawn simulator, sort of the rival for a light box. So okay. for folks who, you know, they're interested in this light therapy, but they just cannot consistently find that 30 minutes every morning. Um, this might be a good option because the treatment is basically done by the time you wake up. Mm. Um, so it's something that, you know, it's it's something you put on your nightstand and it gradually increases the intensity of light mm -hmm. to mimic the dawn. Um, so that may be helpful for kind of that phase delay hypothesis. Um, so I think in the end, you have to figure out what is feasible for you to do consistently mm -hmm. and what's effective. And, you know, as we always say, um, you can start with one or you can do a combination of things. Um, so like the light box, for example, it doesn't have to be like on your face everywhere you go while you're getting dressed, <laughs> right? Like you can no. have it in like on your dresser, but still move around the room. Yeah. And, you know, I like to for folks who are like, I cannot even, you know, have 10 minutes in my morning. You mm -hmm. know, I invite them to think about, gosh, that alone sounds like you're having a really hectic, stressful thing first thing in the morning. Mm. To be able to carve out 30 minutes in a day, you can be checking emails, you can be drinking your coffee, whatever it may be, but you might want to think about how do I slow down and carve this time out for me. Mm -hmm. um, and so that kind of gets into self-care. Yeah. Um, Hey guys, it's Kumar Dixit, your concierge minister. I just wanted to interrupt for a moment and just invite you to pray with me or have me pray for you. You know, sometimes people just don't have the right words. Sometimes you're just so overwhelmed. You haven't prayed in a long time and you're like, man, I really need someone to pray for me. Do not hesitate to contact me at concierge You'll see on the front page, a tab for prayer. Click on it, send your prayer request. It goes to a group of people who are praying for you and I will continue to pray for you as well. So head over there to concierge I want to pray for you and click on the website. Trust me, we're covering you in prayer. So, what, what about acupuncture or yoga? Sometimes people think that that really helps. Absolutely. So, you know, it's just like depression can look different in every body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's no one way that someone looks depressed um, and so that's going to look different in different people, even within yourself. Your symptoms may vary from episode to episode. Um, but same for what self-care looks like. So what works for me may be torture for you and mm -hmm. vice versa. So yeah. you really need to figure out what is something I can feasibly do consistently. And um, I think the more important piece is taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. um, if you are not ready for medications, for example, you need to realize the you know, a couple times of exercise a week or paying attention to sleep hygiene, all these things that we know already that mm -hmm. you don't need your doctor to tell you, those are active treatments. You need to take it seriously, not just when I can find the time because yeah. that's that's not going to be as effective. So let's talk about sleep hygiene. So sleep hygiene, you know, I think there's a lot of thoughts around blue light and, you know, what's the optimal time to turn your phone off. And I think in the end, you know, it's it's... It's better to figure out what works for you. So mm -hmm. you shouldn't be following this regimented, unsustainable rule. So what I want each person to figure out is, you know, if you have a reason you need to finish up some work at night, set a time for yourself that's 
realistic、mm-hmm. and say, after this, I'm going to be doing things that help me sort of recenter and calm myself for sleep.、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sleep hygiene, I think we, anyone can Google them and see what they look like. You know, trying to save bed for just sleeping and sex, making sure that you're not doing lots of activating exercises or activities during, around bedtime.、Mm-hmm. Um, exercise in the, in the daytime would be wonderful for sleep.、Um, But I think in the end, you know, I certainly don't have perfect sleep hygiene either. So I feel like I would be a hypocrite to say you need to follow these, you know, sometimes very rigid rules. So you need to figure out what's sustainable and figure out what's the optimal sleep for you.、Mm-hmm. Not everyone likes or needs eight hours. Right, right.、Um, so it's really trial and error. And, you know, unfortunately, your doctor can't tell you exactly what you need to do, but、mm-hmm. the guidelines around what could be helpful. Um, I think those can be shared. And what's more important is you take it seriously as、yeah. an active treatment. So let's, let's end with medicine. <laughs>、yes. So, you know, a, a patient comes in and sees you and they're talking about, you know, having seasonal affect disorder.、Um, they've tried all this stuff.、Yeah. And before we, before we even go further, I have to just look at the camera and say, Dr. Jen Yoon is not your physician. So, <laughs> Yes, take、please. what she says and then go talk to your physician before you、yes. make any decisions.、Yes. But what, what are some of the,、um, you know, the, the medicines out there that may help people with、um, these kinds of disorders? Yeah. So I think just to take a step backwards, you don't have to walk into the psychiatrist's office saying, I have this and I need a medication.、Okay. Some people do and they know themselves really well and they've been kind of hedging and waiting and they're、mm-hmm. at a point. Um, but if you have some of these challenges, if you have questions you just want to talk about, is this normal? What can I do? You know, you don't always have to come in with a diagnosis already in hand.、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes I see people, and the right decision for both of us after our discussion is that medications are not indicated yet, but、mm-hmm. here are the things to look for. So, I just want to say that as just the plug for psychiatry as、yeah. a whole. That's good, because、um, for me, it's like, If I'm paying a copay, <laughs> I want some medicine, okay? Yeah, <laughs> Don't tell me to go to bed early, okay? Give me some medication.、I、But、understand. that's another story. Yeah.、Um, medications wise, so again, going back to seasonal affective disorder、mm-hmm. is not a completely different beast from、yeah. regular depression. So, a lot of what we use first line for major depressive disorder are going to be indicated for seasonal affective disorder. Those are going to be your SSRIs, the selective、okay. serotonin reuptake inhibitors, Prozac, Zoloft, Celexa, those that many people are on.、Mm-hmm. Um, those can be especially helpful if you have comorbid anxiety because they'll、mm-hmm. target both.、Um, And how soon do those kick in? Yeah, that's the answer that most people don't like.、Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to say if you haven't given it. A full at least four weeks, it's hard to say it's not the right medication for you. Right. You have to make sure you're taking it consistently, make sure it's at the right dose.、Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, in the beginning, you have to make sure your body tolerates it, right? Side、mm-hmm. effect wise.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to tell someone who's really suffering, hey, you have to take this for a full month before <laughs> you see anything. So,、mm-hmm. you know, that's another kind of、um, supporting argument for if you start to have some concerns, you know, catch it earlier.、Mm-hmm. Rather than later. Yeah, start seeing the psychiatrist maybe in August. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get people who say every year this time. They know.、Mm. After a couple years, they know their pattern.、Mm-hmm. So, always, you know, being、um, proactive and kind of catching the symptoms and controlling the symptoms are always going to be more effective than once you're in the deep, dark root of depression. It's、mm-hmm. harder to pull out of that. I, I, I know people who have seasonal affect disorder that. Yeah. Only take the medications in the wintertime. Absolutely. Right? So it's like, it's not like, oh, I have to take this for the rest of my life. It's、mm-hmm. like, oh, this is going to get me through the hump、yeah. for a certain period of time. Absolutely. So that's definitely a strategy. And so, SSRIs aside, there are other antidepressants. There's one called Welbutrin, or the generic name for it is Bupropion. It's actually FDA、uh, indicated for seasonal affective disorder. Okay.、Um, so there are some thoughts around maybe we start that sort of. Prophylactically, almost、mm-hmm. um, to try to mitigate、um, the symptoms or the severity of the disease, it can be a good option, especially for people who have、um, kind of that low energy, overeating, weight gain, those sides. Because Wellbutrin、um, is a bit of an energizing antidepressant.、Okay. Um, again, it's very individualized, so you should be talking with your physician. Yeah, that's awesome. So one of the things that I think. It really helps. Also, is obviously vitamin D.、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I lived in Canada, it was like I, I tried to go to the、uh, general practitioner and I was like, "Hey, can I get my blood levels tested?" And she like laughed at me and was like,、uh, "No, that's your insurance won't even cover that because we assume everybody in Canada has、yeah. like low vitamin D levels."、Yeah. But she did start me off like at fifty thousand units, and eventually I tapered down to five thousand units. But I, it made such a huge difference.、Mm-hmm. Um, I saw like massive amounts of energy. So, how does vitamin D actually help a person with energy? Yeah, what I would say is, you know, vitamin D, if it's going to be effective for that low energy piece,、mm-hmm. and of course, you know, you can try combinations of treatments. Okay, you're not tied to one. Often, it's going to be the most helpful if you do a combination.、Mm-hmm. Um, and what that, do you mean by a combination? Vitamin D and yeah, so vitamin D and a light box, or、okay. perhaps you start with a light box and you get some improvements, but you're still really struggling.、Mm-hmm. Then you add on a low dose of an antidepressant. Got it. Got、um, it. Of course, a lot of people can be adding into that as a given, making sure you're sleeping enough, making sure you're taking some time for yourself and、right. exercising. Therapy is another big one.、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, minimal side effects, but、mm-hmm. it does take some commitment and work.、Um, there are specific types of therapy that are geared towards seasonal affective disorder as well.、Mm-hmm. Some behavior activation,、um, some cognitive restructuring around SAD. Um, so、oh, are you a, talking about with a psychotherapist? With a psych. Okay. Yeah.、Um, so there's lots of options. So you need to pick and choose what you're comfortable with, what's effective for you, and you know sometimes the first decisions are not the right ones. So you sort of figure out what the next steps are.、Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. There are options. This is amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me.、And、thank you for coming into my home and making a home visit. Hey, thank you for joining me on ConcierteMinister.com. I hope you learned something.、Um, I want to encourage you to see your physician,、um, talk to them about、um, any kind of feelings that you may be having,、um, as well as see a psychotherapist.、Um, if you need some recommendations,、um, hit me up on ConcierteMinister.com. For right now, we thank Dr. Jennifer Yoon.
listening to the Concierge Minister Podcast. If you want to learn more about growing in your faith or looking for an online faith community for support while you're on your journey, please visit conciergeminister.com or send us an email at concierge minister at gmail.com.